Hi, and welcome to Let's Chill. I am your host, Bree Steele, and I am very excited to be here today. You have no idea. I am coming off of a much-needed hiatus uh, from my original blogging platform of The Millennial Woman, where I used to guide women back to self-love. And now we are actually transitioning into a bigger and better brand called Let's Chill, which is now going to be directed towards healing others and guiding others back to their spirit, their spiritual consciousness, to their higher self. Um, and in order to do that, healing is a part of that process. We'll be talking about all types of things that are in relation to getting oneself together. Okay. Today we are going to start with learning how to accept yourself. Now, I always start with stories so that way you can make the connection and then I kind of go into the advice part, right? Because you wouldn't take advice from someone who hasn't already been through it or who isn't already going through it, right? Let's be real. So right now, one of the biggest things I am focusing on is shadow work and learning how to heal my inner child and understanding that I can't do everything myself. Sometimes you need to outsource to other people to be able to get you to your end goal. And so that is something that I have always struggled with, especially with living in Dallas, not having my own bloodline family here to help me. Um, I have kind of gotten into the mindset where I do things myself. I don't really ask for help unless I really need it. And sometimes I don't ask until it's too late, right? Which is more harmful than good, let's be clear. And so I've written down the goals. I'm taking their necessary precautions um, to make sure that I can obtain the healing that I need myself because even a healer needs healing. Let's be real. Just like a therapist needs a therapist. Come on now. <laughs> anyway, so um, right now, one of the biggest things I am working with is learning how to accept myself for who I am through and through, authentically, 100%, without apology, right? Without feeling bad about it at all. And so as long as I can remember... I've always, I used to be a people pleaser. And if you know me now, you know that that's not me. Maybe to some degree, maybe like 5% of me still tries to, but it's more so about pleasing myself. And I used to be a people pleaser because I always wanted to make my parents proud, right? Making good grades. I always did what I needed to do in order to be able to achieve the things that I wanted when I was younger. So. For example, in the ninth grade, I really wanted a cell phone because my best friend, Victoria at the time, shout out to her, love her to death. She had, she had like a cell phone since we were in the sixth grade, right? And I, I guess at that time, I really didn't need one. It was not that important to me. But the older I got, I'm like, okay, I'm in high school. I need a cell phone. Like, why do you really need a cell phone in ninth grade? I mean, 
like think about it then i was like hell yeah i need a cell phone but like think about it now it's like girl you go to school every day you talk to the people you need to talk to and you hang out with the people after school that you need to hang out with like i had a house phone what was the point whatever we're not going there so in order for me to obtain the cell phone the agreement was that I would have to pick up an extracurricular activity, not to mention that I was already making good grades because I was just that, I was that one, okay? I was the oldest, I'm the oldest, okay? And so I made sure that I picked up extracurricular activity, which was cheerleading. There it is. So I became a cheerleader, and as a result, I had my first Motorola flip phone with Metro PCS, if that's not telling my age, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so either way, I always did the things I needed to do to please my parents. And I wasn't that child that needed to have physical discipline. I Verbal discipline was enough for me because I am a highly sensitive person. And it may not seem that way when you meet me because I am very confrontational and I have a I come across as a hard exterior, but there are a lot of moments where I am highly sensitive, as people call it, which I've learned over time that that has to do with being an empath. So either way, which technically, in a sense, we all kind of are empathetic. But either way, um, so yeah, people pleasing is something that I struggle with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot even up until college and it wasn't until, it wasn't until probably like, I wanna say a few years ago where I just got tired of doing stuff for other people and not literally, but in a sense of it's a burden now. Like I feel obligated to do something for somebody else to make them happy because when you recognize that you're not, the source of someone else's happiness. Five, 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 y'all. I just saw it. Anyway, um, you recognize that you are not the source of someone's happiness, then you understand that there ain't no such thing as pleasing other people. Like, yes, you can add happiness to people and you can give them short-term joy, maybe even long-term joy, but if they're not already happy from within, then the things you do for them will not make them happy, period. Period. It might put a smile on their face temporarily, but you just need to accept that you're not the source of their happiness, right? And so accepting myself had a lot to do with my mom and learning that Everybody ain't going to be happy with the decisions you make and everybody's not going to be happy with the actions that you take because most of the time people are projecting onto you the things they would have done at that time in their life that you currently are in, right? I feel like I need to say that again. So not everybody is going to be happy with the decisions or actions that you take because it relates to them and how they were at that time in their life, but you're not them. Now, I didn't repeat that the exact same way, but you get the point, right? So my first thing in, in accepting myself is not being apologetic to somebody else for the choices I make, the thoughts I have, the feelings I may have, and not allowing that person to make me feel like shit 
for being that way, feeling that way, whatever the case may be. And like I said, this directly roots to my mom because even even as an adult, I somewhat, very seldomly, still struggle with the need for approval or acceptance or understanding more so than approval and acceptance. It's more so of understanding who I am now versus who I was two, five, ten years ago because realistically that woman has completely been changed let's be clear which is a beautiful thing like no one's goal should be to stay the same forever because if you're not growing then you're dying right because think of it think of you as a plant you thrive in darkness you bloom from darkness with the proper sun and the proper water and the proper amount of nutrients that you take from those resources, you bloom. But if you're neglected, if you're not watered, if you're not, you know, sun fed, if if you don't have, um, what is it called? I think I, I use like homemade fertilizer. If you don't fertilize yourself, then you will wilt and you will die. And who wants to walk around here feeling empty? Let me be clear, I don't. And I no longer choose to be empty on the inside. Okay. So the first thing that I had to ask myself, how, Brie, how are you accepting yourself? And with healing in general, it's a daily, daily, okay, mission. Like you're doing this every single day. This isn't something that you just do on Monday and maybe on Wednesday and then on Saturday and, you know, in between is gapped. Like, no, the mission, the goal is when things pop up to, to identify it, challenge it and choose to change it in that moment or allow it to still, you know, be a learning lesson because you're a human, you're a person, you're not a robot. So you are not going to just be like, you're not going to be perfect every single time. You're not going to get it right every single time because, I mean, that would be weird if you could, I mean, to some degree, I feel like that would be weird, right? It's like kind of like robotic because at the end of the day, we all make, we all make choices that will lead to certain outcomes, whether positive or negative is your perception of how you perceive that. Okay, because I may perceive it negatively and you may perceive it positively. So you always have to remember to do what's best for you, regardless of what your best friend think, regardless of what your mama think, your daddy think or your siblings think, because you have to live your life for you and no one else. That is fulfillment when you are living for you and nobody else. And this is something I am also working on is living for myself. Now, granted, I have two little babies and I am currently in a relationship and the struggle is real on trying to balance all of that. But I'm getting there one step at a time. Okay, I say. <laughs> so I asked myself, Brie, how do you accept yourself? How are you accepting yourself? And the first thing that popped in my mind was 
changing the things you can and accepting the things that you cannot. Now, I do not believe in the term cannot because you can do anything. It's a matter of a choice on if you want to do it, right? So you change the things you can and you accept the things that you, you know, you accept what you will not change about yourself. So what I mean by that is there's a lot of flaws. There's a lot of characteristics about yourself that you love and things that you dislike. Now, the things that you love, clearly you're not going to change it because you love it. It's a no-brainer. It's it's probably a subconscious thing. You're not even thinking about it because you love it, right? But the things you do not like about yourself, what are you going to do to change those things? What are those things that you don't like about yourself? For example, with my own self, I do not like the fact that when people ask me to do things or ask me to go places, it's more so when friends are trying to make plans with me and they're like, hey, Brie, you want to go X, Y, Z, you want to go here? And internally, subconsciously, I'm like, I really don't feel like doing that shit, but I'm going to go because I need to get out, right? That's what you tell yourself. You need to do this, though you don't want to do this. And then you end up saying, or I end up saying, yeah, girl, I'll go. And then as days go by, I'm like dreading the day to do it. And so the day before or the day of, I'm like, hey, girl, I'm not going to be able to make it, whatever, whatever. I'm also getting into a habit of not making up excuses or reasons for why I want to go because you don't have to give nobody excuses or reasons. Honestly, I'm not going to say excuses. You don't have to give nobody no reason as to why you don't want to do something. And if they have a problem with the fact that you say, hey, love, I don't feel like hanging out. Thanks for offering them. And I like begging you to do it. Like, bro, look, there has to be a boundary created and a respect from that boundary that's created. And if they don't respect it, then honey, you need to take two steps back, two steps back, reassess that friendship relationship or that action and decide on, am I going to be cool with it? Or, you know, am I just going to like, you know, hang out with this friend at their house only and not be trying to hang out with them. Because like I said, you don't want to surround yourself with people that make you feel bad for being who you are. Now, I ain't saying where every single friend or family member that come around that does that, you need to drop them like a bad habit. But I am saying that you should create those boundaries and tell them like, hey, I said I don't want to go. I don't like how you make you trying to make me feel some type of way because I don't want to go. Because y'all adults, we're adults. Even if you, you're you under the age of 18, no one should still make you feel bad for living in your truth. Because that kind of highlights that they're not living in their own truth. Okay, let's be clear. All your relationships are a direct self-reflection of what's already within you somewhere, even if you can't see it yourself. Right? So that's one of the things I don't like about myself is how I cannot always just say, no, I don't want to go somewhere. And that's something I'm working on is to just be honest about it. Like, nope, I'm good. I'm tired or whatever. And just being honest. And sometimes I give reasons. Sometimes I don't. And if I don't, it's probably because I'm being my Gemini self. I'm not a Gemini though. Gemini moon. But like, I'm just like, mm, I'm being petty. Today's my petty day. So I'm going to be like, kind of rude 
It's childish, I know. But we're working on it, right? That's the point of this whole thing is to work on it. So remember, <clears throat> even if like one of the things that, which I used to struggle with this as well, something I didn't like about myself is, what was it? Oh, I did not like how I was not in shape. And I was like, ooh, after having two kids, let me tell you, it does something to the stomach. Not everybody has this trait because it's also related to genetics. But, honey, it's a, it's been a battle for two years to get to a point where you're just like, honey, men like the natural. Okay? Let's be real. They like the natural. Okay? So, that shit that's made up in our head about the way we have to look is based on the things we consume from all forms of media so having a slim stomach like i used to having a having a thick butt or whatever or firm not firm but you know like your butt nice or whatever that was one of the things that i was like i need to change i need to change it got to a point where it's like look girl you're not making this a priority so you're just gonna have to learn to accept your body in the state that it's in when you get to a point where you want to work out let the goal be to work out for yourself not because you're trying to look good for a dude, not because you're trying to look good for everybody else, but because you want to feel good internally and externally. And as a result, you're going to look good because you feel good. Like that's the same thing as eating live foods, right? Versus eating non-live foods. You feel you feel way different when you eat live foods. Like you feel clean, you feel healthy, and your perspective has even changed. Like your mindset shifts. It's like, oh wow, like you see things differently. And this is from my little baby, my little baby live plant start off of when I decided to, to eat vegan or vegetarian like a month ago. Now it's a work in progress, like everything else. But the point is, is that you feel different. And you can see the changes like you think more positively, you have more energy, like you want to do things. You just have this drive and this determination when you eat live foods. And this is just from my experience. I can't I can't, you know, speak to everybody because everybody is different and not all of us are the same. And we shouldn't shame somebody else for not doing what we do. So my point is, is that. I changed, I'm changing the fact that I'm being truth in everything. I'm being truthful in everything that I'm saying to my family members, my friends, you know, spouses, whatever, you know, and I am choosing to accept that working out just ain't a priority right now. Eventually, maybe one day I'll be like, okay, we can get it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, and be good. But I'm not going to stress and pressure myself to do that. For the expense of other people i ain't doing it so don't do it just be you change what you want to change about yourself what i will challenge you to do make a list of everything that you don't like about yourself and decide out of that list what let's say one to three three being the most because you don't, don't want to get crazy the circle the top three things that you dislike the most about yourself or circle the th three things that you want to change about yourself that you don't like there's nothing wrong with not no one walk around here 
you know, having flaws and characteristics that they like. But the thing is that those three things you don't like and you choose to change, understand or understand more so than anything that you have to accept those other things that you don't like about yourself. Like, accept it. Just say, fuck it. Like, I'm going to be my authentic self without apology because you give yourself grace. You understand that right now is not my time to work on those. And if somebody makes you feel bad for having those characteristics, just say, hey, look, that's me. And if you don't accept it, you can keep it pushing because I'm not going to allow you to make me feel guilty for the things I've already accepted about my own self. Because like I said, if somebody's making you feel guilty for what you got going on, that's a reflection onto them, onto their own self. Are they doing the work? And if they ain't, why not? And if they're not doing the work and you're associating with them, are you doing the work? If so, why not? Or if not, why not? <laughs> that makes sense. So be your authentic self without apology. And I mean that. Like I was saying, I don't work out. I'm not about to sit here because my brother used to joke with me all the time about being fat. I mean, we joke each other about that, so whatever. But I only did it as a result of him telling me, you know, about my stomach and doing all of this. But he's wrapped up in social media, so I can't expect him to understand my perception because his is warped based on the things he consumes and the things that he does. But I was like, I don't, I'm not about to... I'm not about to make, you're not about to make me feel bad for the fact that I got this little mama pouch. You want to know why? Because I gave life, honey. I give life. And we as women need to understand you are important. Okay. You are a portal. Your womb is a portal. You understand? You get, you're a gateway. A vessel comes through you to, <laughs> to be given life, honey. If you understood or understood the importance and the magnitude and the power that holds, honey, let me tell you, you'll be walking around here like the queen and goddess that you are, but that also comes with great responsibility, healing shadow work, carrying yourself a certain way, certain actions. And those actions are also determined upon your own mindset. Nobody else nobody else so your emotions this comes down to not even just your actions but also your emotions and your thoughts when you express your thoughts when you express your emotions when you express your ideas which as you should know energy in motion is emotions so when you express your energy in the form of thoughts in the form of actions in the form of whatever you choose to express it in do it without without an apology do it without an apology. And the biggest thing about accepting my own self is removing those who make me feel, who make me feel bad about who I am. That is how I get to that point is by removing those negative people because they're no longer serving a purpose in your life. And maybe you won't see it right now. You'll see it after the fact because I had that tendency to not see until after the fact. After I've taken the L, like, why the L was there and you realize it's not really an L. You know, it's a win. <laughs> but removing those who make you feel bad for 
for expressing your energy in whatever form it may take. Recognize that. And especially if it's a habit, it's different if it happens a couple times, you know, it happens. But if it's a repeated action, if it's a repeated thing, you can hit the dough. Because we this this space right here that we're in is for growth, it's for healing, it's for changing, it's for moving forward, it's for connecting to our higher consciousness. We don't have time for games. Yes, we are here to live a human experience and to enjoy it while we are here. I will have to say that. But we also have a purpose and we also have a mission to ourselves aside from our purpose that connects with this earthly plane. Okay? We have a duty to our own self to fulfill and to feel whole because none of that material shit you got is going to fill the void, honey. None of it. Take it from an ex-shopaholic, <laughs> an ex, I wasn't a hoarder, but I had a lot of shit, okay? It does not feel you. No matter how it may feel, how hard it is to let it go, it does not feel you. It keeps you stagnant. It makes you feel stuck. And it actually makes you feel kind of fucking sad because when you have to realize that you need to let that shit go to release that burden, then... You're like, okay, hold up. That was actually holding me that holding me back more so than giving me life. Right? So remove those people. And I ain't saying you just gotta be like, you gotta just text somebody like, bitch, is it that's it. We we good. Like I'm not friends with you. Because realistically, when a friendship is ending, you you notice it, but it naturally happens slowly, but surely y'all just naturally gravitate in opposite direction. And sometimes it could be, sometimes it could be abrupt. My daughter has entered the room, y'all. So give me one second. I'm going to be right back. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, y'all. That's motherhood for you, right? Hashtag mom life. Okay. Anyway, so like I was saying, it, now, it gradually, ending a friendship gradually happens, y'all. Gradually go in the opposite directions. And sometimes it is abrupt. Sometimes it is like, look, bitch, I can't deal with your shit no more. Okay, that's like that. But those are the terms that I use. I am a very explicit person. <laughs> I'm warning you now. Um, I'm just like, hey, and I've not ever, I've only had to do that once in my life, now that I think about it, or I was ever actually only mature enough to do it once in my life, which was recently. And I was just like, look, okay, if, Things are going to keep going the way they're going. You can count, you can, you can count me out. I didn't say it exactly that way, but I think she got what I was putting down. Like, I love you. I will always support your business endeavors. Like, because I don't give a shit who you are. I'm going to support you. I am going to support you. Like, yes, our relationship did not work out as friends. But that, that don't mean that I need to be out here ragging on you, gossiping on you, downing on you. Like, I don't have time for that. And I don't want to do that because what does that say about me as a woman? Like, I don't have time for that. Yeah, the way things went down was kind of crazy, you know. Um, but that don't mean that I have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, waste even more of my energy by negatively talking about that person. Like I said, I will always support anybody 
who I am no longer friends with because I'm now at that point in my life where I'm just like, it's not worth it. Like if it's over, it's over. It sucks. It's sad. That's one less friend you got, especially because the older you get, the more you realize it's hard to come by friends, true friendship, um, and true people that are in the relationship for spiritual growth or growth in general, whatever love, you know, like at my age, which is really not that young because I'm still a baby for thinking about my life on a hundred year scale. It's real. <laughs> um, you, it's, it's, it's hard to make friends because the connections and especially at the, the level that I'm at right now, I'm just like, I want to be able to make connections with people that are spiritually conscious because that's the direction I'm going. And I want to be able to have connections with people who are not afraid to love, who are not afraid to say, I love you because love is not just related to um, romantic affairs. It's also plutonic. It's also nature. It's natural. Like this is getting like slightly off, but love is more than just being in a relationship with whom you're attracted to and whom you want to be with. Even if you're dating, even if you just met somebody, you can still love them and not it be in it to not be in a romantic way. But because we've been societally conditioned to see love as a time period, it has to have a fixed amount of time before you can say it. It has to be this fixed idea of what it is to feel. And we all give it daily through time, through actions, through items. We are love. We exude love. We give love. Not everyone now. Some people don't vibrate on that, on that frequency. But those of us who do, we understand the importance of love and how you love someone from the day you meet them. You already know because y'all are matched based on the energy that excites, well, not excites, the energy that resides there we go, within you and within that person. There's an instant connection there based on the energy within yourself. Now, sometimes it takes time to find out whether it's traumatic energy or not, but it's there. And we have to get to a point where we don't feel guilty for loving somebody on day one. As they say, love at first sight is real and it's not just for romantic relationships. It also is just for, it's for everything. Because if you're not loving what you do and working in love, how are you living? Tired, sad, bored, like, you don't want to live that way. I don't want to live that way. And quite frankly, I let go of the things that allow me to live that way because it was draining. It was tiresome. And though my new existence is hard to accept, I am working to accept it because I know that peace is my ultimate goal. Peace of mind, financial wealth, generational wealth, 
unlearning and relearning, making new traditions is bigger than just myself. It's also about my children now. And so it's something that I'm working to educate myself so I can educate them and teach them so that way they don't have to unlearn as much as I have. So back to the topic. How does Brie accept herself? Like I was saying, we remove those people who, who, who make an omission and to repeatedly make you feel bad about who you are energetically, thoughts, actions, ideas, whatever it is that you're made up of. Allow it to naturally, you know what I'm saying, flow the other way. And a bonus is what will help make, what makes it easier for me to accept myself is having the support system who accepts me for who I am without trying to change me. Let me say that again. Having the support system who accepts me for who I am without trying to change me. Now, I will say, my significant other is boss because a lot of people don't know this about me, but I am a very indecisive person at times, especially when it comes to romantic affairs. And so one of the biggest things that I have struggled with in my own self is the need to, I am happy in my current relationship, but my eye still wanders. And I'm not going to feel guilty about that. I'm not going to let you, my parents, my friends, nobody make me feel guilty about the fact that that is who I am and that is how I am. But on the other side, though, that is something that I want to change about myself. Because realistically, I don't want to be with somebody and then be good in that relationship, but then also be trying to pursue another person. Because one, our society is not even at that point right now where they can mentally handle the idea of polygamy, I guess. Right, let's be real. And honestly, I'm truly not at that point because it's very confusing to me. It's something I don't 100% understand. And it's also something that I am not comfortable with because I think of relationships as an exchange of energy, right? So taking it up a notch, I primarily think of it as sexual exchanges, which are very powerful. And every time you have sex with someone, you give them a piece of your spirit, a piece of your soul, a piece of your energy, and you then connect yourself to that person like you will always be plugged in with that person and I'm not saying in the sense that oh five years later y'all still gonna be hanging and talking and you know screwing or whatever it is I'm not saying I'm just saying you guys will always have a piece of the other person within you so when I think about it on that level I'm like dude I don't want to be, I don't want to be walking around here depleting myself because I'm walking around here giving a piece of me to everybody. And like, if that's what you do, that's what you like, that's what you like. I love that about you. Do you, sis? 
or brother, whatever works for you. Because at the end of the day, you have to live your life for you. And like I said, accept yourself for who you are. Don't let nobody else, just because I'm over here like, oh, that's not something I can accept about myself and it's something I want to change. That don't mean you need to change it because if you like that and you feel good to do that, do that. Like I mentioned, don't let nobody make you feel bad about this shit. And if they do, unfollow their ass. Stop listening to their ass. Stop reading their ass. Whatever it is that you're consuming. Like if it's a blog, if it's a podcast, if it's Instagram, if it's Facebook, delete. Okay? Because I ain't trying to walk around here feeling bad. And I'm not trying to match nobody else. Like if you like to walk around here and have sex with all these these different people, do you, honey. You like it, I love it. That's exactly what I say. When people say things to me about what other people doing, I'm like, hey, look, you like it, I love it. I ain't got nothing to say. Like, I may not agree, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you you should feel shitty for doing that or you should feel terrible for doing it or you shouldn't be doing it because that's your life. And so either way, back to what I was saying, when I think about it on a deeper level, I'm thinking about the spiritual exchanges and energy that we're giving off and connections that we're making. And for me, I cannot fathom to wrap my mind around that at the moment. So it's not something that I want to do. And and let me tell y'all, this man told me straight up, don't change yourself to be with me. I was like, what? Like, say that again? And I was so confused because I was like, but that's something that you're not looking for in a woman either though, right? So I should be trying to change and be better. But see, what he meant was don't change yourself to be in this relationship, meaning don't change yourself to be with me, which underliningly means change yourself for you first. Don't change it because of a relationship. Don't change of it because... Something made you feel bad. We change when we're ready. I always tell myself, don't be out here listening to everybody and mama. Don't listen to nobody. Listen to yourself because you know you best. Period. I do believe in signs and confirmations and things. There's no such thing as fate. Or not fate. There's no such thing as um, a coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. So some of us are a little stubborn more than others, okay? So it has to keep banging over over our heads. But understand that you need to change for yourself because even if he leaves tomorrow and, and I'm changing because of him, I will naturally revert back to who I am and who I was without him because that's who I am. Because when they're gone, so does the things you did for them or the things that you wanted to do for them. Like, oh, I'm changing for you. I'm doing this for you. When they leave, are you still going to do it when they're gone? Because that tells you that you weren't doing it for the right reasons to begin with. And it was in that moment that I realized, I'm like, damn, you're fucking awesome. Because I've not ever had someone tell me, ever, 
don't change from like don't change for me be you and it was he gave me strength he gave me confidence that I needed to learn how to accept myself and to continue being myself and I mean of course I expressed to him that that's not something I want to like be right (laughs) um but we're working through it we're working on it we're figuring it out and I'm learning every single day on how to accept myself for who I am and how to love myself. And it becomes easier. And actually it becomes even better. The thought of it brings a smile to my face because to look back at who I was and who I am now is a true joy in this realm, okay? So either way, I love you. I am grateful that you've listened to this entire episode, even with my mini pause to handle my children. And I really hope that you take heed to this message and this guidance. And if it resonates within you, beautiful. I would love to see more of us truly authentically being ourselves without the influences of societal norms and media. Because we are not the things we consume. It influences us, yes, but that is not who we are. We still choose who we are and who we get to be and who we get to become. So accept yourself, sis. Accept yourself, king and queen, because you're beautiful just as you are, because you are love, okay? With that being said, Thank y'all for listening to this episode of Let's Chill. I truly hope you enjoyed this message and I hope it resonates within your spirit. If it does, please do not hesitate to subscribe to this podcast on all platforms and share it on social media, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever you use. Even send it in a message to a friend who probably needs to hear this message because we need to spread this type of love, okay? So, leave a review. Don't forget that either. <laughs> um, Yeah. So, with that being said, love, live, love, life. Okay, y'all? Peace.